Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to episode 216 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on May 11th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman. Is that what you want to do with your life? Suck down peppermint schnapps and try and call Morocco at 2 in the morning? That's senseless, but that's what happens, man. My name is Casey Lyons, and... That's referee Helium Steve, the Alabama Beave. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Greg Legro, and my fink plants died because I did not pretend to water them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. We two of us saw um, Captain America: Civil War, while one of us watched another kind of war movie, Pearl Harbor. We will talk about our Punishment album. We will get into Straight Flush and talk about more Fuller House. We're almost through the first season of that, uh-huh. and we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. But first, we'll talk about all the news that's fit to pod in our Itty Bitty Tidbit <laughs> Committee. <laughs> Movie news and what we've been watching. Uh, but first, email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you, you would say like. Patent pending. After <laughs> <that>. <laughs> pending. Don't steal that. Uh, um, email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Tell us what you thought of that and all the things that we say on the show. Rate and review us on iTunes. It's been a few weeks since we got a new one. Check it out. Give us five stars. Uh, go to We're Modern Superior. We're hungry Super- for compliments. Yeah. Modernsuperior.com where you can listen to our show and many others. Go to youtube.com slash modernsuperior or SYNWPC on Facebook and Twitter. And tell everybody you see ever about us, uh-huh. including people you do not know. Yeah. All right. How are you guys doing? Huh? How are you guys doing? I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing? I'm very tired. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the boat I'm in too, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Real nice. The weather is turning. Uh-huh. We're just about to leave the perfect season, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. You're not totally wrong. Yeah. Because I'm not a summer our guy. Our perfect season hasn't been so perfect, though. No. It hasn't been consistent with it. No. Uh, but I like no, a, I been, like a chilly season, yeah. but no, not, not, not too cold. It's been too chilly for me. I'm into I it. like a nice, consistent. Uh, uh, I don't know, but I like I like summer too. I don't like summer. Yeah, I like summer. Summer's, summer's all right. right. Overrated. You guys like summer? Overrated. Listeners. <laughs> Info at modernspring.com. <laughs> summer, yay or nay? Here's some of the things I like about <laughs> summer. All <laughs> uh, right. I like the beach. I like all the hats. <laughs> <laughs> I like the different summer hats. <laughs> 
Let's dive right into movie news and what we've been watching in the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee. Yep. Um, I wrote down a bunch of stuff from the news the news the segment. News. I do think we should jump right on something that uh, came out uh, the day before this episode drops. Uh-huh. Um, we have talked about this multiple times. Um, and finally, Kevin Smith's new film, oh, Yoga Hosers. I haven't watched this trailer okay. yet. Okay. Well, we will talk to you about okay. this because the trailer is out. I forgot this thing was coming out. <sighs> I know. I have seen a trailer for it. Yeah. You, now, you remember you that saw the trailer. clip or whatever. Yeah. And that trailer was very much a teaser. It did not get into the specifics. It was just of a clip of them, right? Why like... this movie is going to be a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then this this trailer goes, here's, all. here's why. Yeah. yeah. God. So, Yoga Hosers, we've all known this is part two of his Canadian trilogy. So there's another one coming. Which has which I guess he has called a sequel to Well, uh, to the Tusk. main one the the third of the three main <laughs> characters is Johnny Depp reprising his role from Tusk. Which is a very unpleasant role. Yes. I saw that movie. And it looks like there's even more of him in this movie because Oh, this one stars that character. Yeah. It's no. basically about two Stupid. Canadians that run afoul of him and yeah. then go on a journey with him. God damn it. Where they battle bratwurst Nazis. Yeah, and now if you're wondering Bratzies. what that is it's literally little sausage men. Yeah, little little men, little Nazis, little sausages. Ah, <laughs> little sausages, little sausage men, <laughs> dressed up in Nazi uniforms with little faces. I don't know if they're all played by Kevin Smith, but, but I know one he of them plays is one it, of at them at least. Uh-huh. And um, uh, whatever you are, if you haven't seen a photo of this, whatever you're picturing in your mind, picture three point five times grosser. Whatever you're picturing <laughs> more, in your mind, un- more unappealing than you could even imagine. Uh-huh. Whatever you're picturing in your mind, uh, go to sleep and have a nightmare about it, and then that's what <laughs> right. it is. Yeah, I, you know, so I like Kevin Smith. And we've talked about this a lot on the show, and like I think his eye is We're- good now. Like he can make a nice looking picture for the most part. Uh, and I love, yeah, I love his enthusiasm for movies, and I really like the evening withs. Yeah, I thought those are very entertaining. He's, They're better than most of the films he's put out in the last while. I, I, I always enjoy his uh, uh, his podcasts. Yeah. I don't listen to them much anymore. No, but but it, but it's like you know what? I love I love his goofy dumbness. Yeah, for sure. And I love his un- unapologetic nature for how dumb and goofy he is. But and, and I said this to to Dan like. This trailer is god awful. Yeah. There's going to be nothing about this that appeals to me. Right. But oh, in an overarching sense, it almost appeals to me in that I'm like, God, you just had something you wanted to do that yeah. you wanted to see in a movie, and then you just made that happen. Yeah. yeah. And this has been a lot of bad movies in a row now. So let me ask you this because uh, he started off strong uh, and it's gotten bad. Who's got the more unappealing uh, filmography, him or M. Night? Oh Who's man, I think and, yeah. I, I think <laughs> yep. I think Kevin. I think I gotta say Kevin Smith because I can, I I I feel like it's easier to ignore the crap that he made. Yeah. Whereas I feel like somehow it's inescapable the Kevin Smith stuff. Like right. it's so in your face about yeah. how like wow. Look yeah, at me. but I feel like I feel like the the thing. I I think that no matter what Kevin Smith has done, he came by it honestly. He tried to make a romantic comedy type of thing with that. Uh, 
what was that romantic chasing comedy? Amy? No, not chasing no, Amy. No, uh, Jersey, Jersey, oh, Jersey Shore Girl. or uh, Jersey, Jersey Girl. Girl. Uh, which everybody's like, that oh, this is a stupid movie. It's not that bad a movie, no, and it's kind of cute. I good. think I think people just wanted something else from him at the time. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not as bad a movie as everybody thinks, and yeah. it is uh, a romantic comedy. That's that's a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. Like I think everything he's done, he's he's done honestly and true to himself. Where M Night Shyamalan, I feel like, is trying to trick everybody all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, eh, I'm uh, fuck him for that thing. But uh, once yeah. in a while, he'll I trick get, me, I and I'll you. be like, all right, sure, but, yeah. Well, because that's the thing is, this whole thing's kind of a trick. Because again, when I rewatched it, I was like, Sixth Sense, not great, man. Yeah, not great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two I just good, feel like two good ones. There's something forgettable about his movies where I I find I and I I don't know. It's weird because you usually I am in on the like usually even even people that like that do the whole oh shucks like we had a weird idea mm-hmm. we made a movie thing is usually like like ever lots of people hate on James Franco and I'm just like. Oh man, he's charming. He's just doing what he wants. Yeah. And half of that shit's just like a piece of crap. Like all the movies he's directing that are just these like overreaching things that he's trying to do. But I'm like, I feel like it comes honest from him. He's just like this guy that wants to do everything. Yeah, yeah. And, so he and, just and, does it, and do, and it's like, and it's like he whatever, can't man. Here. <laughs> The the criticism, and yeah, there's, there's and I'm like, that's fine. But for some that. reason, with Kevin Smith, and and I don't know, for some so reason. So if you okay it. now, but if the question, if it is filmography versus filmography, if you're gonna watch one by one of these directors, you got to watch them all. And then who would I pick? Yeah, you have I to watch guess, all of the movies. I guess it, I, I guess if we're Kevin talking Smith. about that, then I would probably pick probably. Kevin Smith. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because his trash Clerks is, is great. At least yeah, but I, feel I, like I, I quite would... like Mallrats. Yeah, Mallrats is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a Chasing dumb Amy's fucking legit movie, legit but good. it's a lot of fun. Chasing Amy's a legitimately good movie. Uh, no matter Jersey who I Girls picked, I wouldn't right. have a good time. Huh? Dogma's got some fun stuff. <laughs> it to does watch have in some it. fun stuff in it. So I... does Jay and Silent Bob yeah. Strike Back. There's yeah. some moments in that that are quite. Good. I think I... that's the end. I feel like Rams. Then it's a lot of bad. I think I would regret both decisions. There's a point where Jason Muse, they're in Hollywood, and Jason Muse runs into. A backdrop of a city scene and goes, man, I hate how fake Hollywood is. <laughs> and that is a legitimately hilarious line. For sure. <laughs> That's really funny. All right. What about you, listeners? Yeah, info at modernjury.com. Yeah. Tell me. Um, I yeah. also wrote down, uh, what was it? So we've we've heard about this Men in Black slash 21 right. Jump Street crossover a bunch. Yeah. But there's a name attached to it now. Um, James Bobbin, who... Which- Directed the Muppets with the 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 big comeback of the Muppets. Yeah. Also did a lot of Flight of Concords and Ali G show work. Right, he is on board, uh, as far as I know, for directing the Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street cr- crossover. No, I thought he already was. I think so. I just saw this is just something that I saw a, a title. So I don't I, know when I it was saw that announced. In the news but too, but I was like, "This is weird," because I, I was sure maybe they just secured him or something. Yeah, but I think I, it's like more I thought official. His, he was always the front runner. Yeah. So, That's great. I think he he has a great sense of humor. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I think I think that's the kind of person you need on this sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. you don't you don't go get like a John Turtlelaub or whatever, or like a like a Stephen Summers, <laughs> and just have some no name person put their like CGI stamp on it. I think yeah. it has to be like a like a Twenty One Jump Street thing where they got somebody who's funny and came up with a funny idea yeah. for this ridiculous. Yeah, which could go real bad. Could go real bad. Yeah. Uh, but the thing, uh, I watched that uh, that Muppet sequel that you guys watched for the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. I watched it not too long ago, and I was like, 
this isn't as good as the first one, but it's a lot of no, fun. No, I liked a lot about it. Yeah, it's fun. I like the, the songs are pretty good. The I songs thought. are great. The, uh, once again, it was uh, Brett McKenzie. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, there was uh, some legit funny shit in it. Yeah. And I liked that it felt like more uh, like it, uh, in some ways it was more like a Muppet movie than well, the first because one. it was like a Muppet big travel stupid. Movie. Yeah. Big yeah. stupid caper going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the first one was more just like get the gang together. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of how the Muppet movie. That's went, true. I how guess. the first one was. <laughs> I guess it, b- both are true of yeah. Muppet movies, but uh, uh, but yeah, but yeah, just, no, it's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd watch it again. Yeah, it was great, and and I was like, I like the eye that uh, that oversaw this, and that was him, and yeah. and you know everything about Flight of the Concords is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is a good, a safe pick. Yeah, and I'm excited I'm to see it. what I just want to know what what are they gonna do? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> it. I'm just very curious. Like this yeah. is a strange little thing to do. Well, I mean, what can it be other than Men in Black with those two guys? Well, that's what it'll be because yeah. they're like cops who are running around crazy, and then they'll get recruited. Yeah, right? yeah, and then yeah. we'll basically do the Men in Black without any of your favorite characters, <laughs> and just and probably way. Yeah, funnier. you don't think Rip yeah. Torn's gonna be in there? Um, uh, I guess maybe. I Was he in three? I don't even remember. I don't know either. I feel like I, he wasn't. Somebody else was. was so the, no, no, he wasn't. Somebody else is the new, the new Rip Torn. Really? He is. Why would you get He's, someone else when you can get Rip Torn? I don't know. Maybe Rip Torn was like, "I'm done with this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a pretty good Rip Torn. That was. Just pulled it out of nowhere too. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those, one of those impressions where you're like, "I'm gonna try it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. See what and, happens. And never again. That was it. Yeah. It was my one time. <laughs> yeah, it Luckily, it's committed to tape. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, I like Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill together. They have a yeah, chemistry. Great. Yeah, mostly in the first one. It, they're gonna have to pitch that at this at like the tone of the ending of the last of the sequel, where they had all those. Like, yeah, it's got to be that bad yeah. shit insane the whole time. Yeah, totally. I don't want to go see a story with this. No. Definitely not. I want to see Crazy Town. Yeah. I want to see the band. Like, crazy I just town. want... Crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to see Sugarfly, but... Uh, <laughs> and I love you very much. And I love you very much. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like, I want to see, oh, these idiots often from these... often call back to our own show? <laughs> like, I want to see these two idiots accidentally get those weapons, and, like, yeah. what can they... What shit are they going to get into yeah. with, like, ultimate power? <laughs> yeah, for sure. What yeah. are these two shittiots going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's a, at very least going to be a big, dumb, funny mess. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Did you guys see the news about um, David Robert Mitchell, who did It Follows, is following up that film with oh, a yeah. Los Angeles set crime thriller, right. uh, neo-noir of sorts, called Under the Silver Lake, and Andrew Garfield's going to star in it. Sure. That's yeah. a whole lot of a... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a real solid... All right. I'm, I think anytime a, a director with as much promise as him, because I thought It Follows was good, so not good. amazing, well, I didn't love it. I loved it. But I think the style that he has and the way that he can create atmosphere, yeah. put, putting that name beside neo-noir is already like, oh, shit, I'm so anticipating this sure. movie. And then I think... Andrew Garfield has kind of had a little bit of a raw deal recently. I think he got sidetracked with the Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, yeah like, he's going to need to shed if, that for a while. Yeah, yeah, like if you go back to s- some of the early stuff he did, like Boy A and 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 uh, Never Let Me Go, like he is a fucking phenomenal and he actor. Was, well, the whole reason he got the fucking gig anyways because he was fucking terrific in the Social Network. Yeah, 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 terrific really in that yeah. movie. 
So like those, I'm kind of like those two things. You know, Los Angeles set neo uh, neo noir and and him with that director. I'm kind of yeah. like, this is gonna be fucking something special. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, no, he's a he's a fine actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I hope that's good. I think that. Uh. I guess we'll have to wait for more details because it's pretty uh threadbare, just yeah. a name and a genre. Yeah. But uh, I'm super excited for that. What have you guys been seeing in the news? Uh, I feel like there was other news. Yeah, I have more written down, but I feel like I'm hogging um, the news. I uh, well, this is weird. This is, has nothing to do with anything. But uh, f- uh, Diggs just sent me something <laughs> that's a real thing. Apparently, mm-hmm. if you call the number seven one nine, yeah, two six oats. That's O A T E S. Yeah, it's a computer call-in service where a computer lady asks you to pick one of eight Hollow Notes songs and then it plays it for you. <laughs> There's a Hollow Notes emergency hotline. Amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry. That number again. That number is seven one nine two six oats. O A T E S. Yeah. Figure it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, slow down for a second. <laughs> yeah. You calling? You putting that on speakerphone? Mm-hmm. Of course I am. Let's see. Colorado Springs, Colorado. Oh. Welcome to Colorado Notes, your emergency hall and notes helpline. <laughs> to hear one on one, please press one. Oh, oh pretty good. To hear rich girl, uh-huh. please press two. Sweet jam. To hear manita, please press three. Manita. To hear privatize, please yeah. press four. Four. Only four. Oh, that's all I got. I was, I was hoping for some method of modern love. Oh god, one, one. four. We are sorry. An application error has occurred. Oh no. Oh. Goodbye. Goodbye. What? Oh my now, god. Am Do I not... crazy? Did she say this is call and oats? Call and oats, yeah. That's what I heard too. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it would be amazing if they didn't don't fucking toy with me when it comes to hearing a sweet I think, call and oats to you. I think yeah. there was too much no us laughing and yeah, stuff yeah, and probably got enough. confused. Fuck that's amazing. I will do that. Her. <laughs> there you go. I also oh, like yeah. our podcast is an error been known to confuse Hall <laughs> and Oats robots. An error has occurred. <laughs> Goodbye. Which Hall and Oats song would you have picked? Yeah. Uh would I have picked? I don't know. I almost want to say private eyes. Private eyes. It always reminds good. me of one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. And I'm and I'm uh, disappointed. There's no. I can't go for that. No Ooh, can, can do. do. No can do. No nope. can do. They can't. Why wasn't there at least uh, an option to to say, uh, can I have that song? And then they go, no, no can, can do. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love whoever made that. Yeah, That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great use of your time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of, you know, androids and robots and future shit with this kind of call and oats, yeah. do you know Philip K. Dick is getting an anthology show with producer Brian Cranston, Ronald D. Moore, and others called really? Electric Dreams, The World of Philip K. Dick. It'll oh, be a 10-part miniseries. Dick Get night. out. Yeah. Uh, that's that's awesome. fucking awesome yeah. as shit. Michael Dinner of Justified and Masters, Masters of Sex will also executive produce and uh, Brian Cranston will star in the series. Get out! Yeah. He's, star- he's starring awesome. in the whole series. Yeah. So maybe uh, it, it. Yeah. So it's a ten-part miniseries anthology. So yeah. So is it just his Philip K. Dick I don't stories know. woven together? I don't know if it'll be. Oh, well, anthology. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. So just play a bunch of different parts. Fucking maybe. Cool. That's yeah. Cool I'm to all see. up into that. Fucking right on, man. Yeah. Oh boy, that's. Exciting. I saw that news and I was like, holy that's shit! Very for good. what network? I don't know. I didn't. Uh, that was all the info I wrote down. Well, that's very interesting. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. 
Yeah, and as always, I say this every time news of an anthology show comes up, but more anthology shows, please. Because yeah. I just I love the format. I love the monster of the week. I love the story of the week. I like amazing stories. I like all the fucking yep. anthology shows mm-hmm. back in the day. It's just such a good format that you don't see enough. Did you watch any Black Mirror? Did you get into I that? did get into Black Mirror. Very good. Yeah, so good. Definitely. So yeah. that was... Uh, I was just making ass noises. <laughs> I was working on my sibilance. <laughs> uh, that was all I wrote down. For news? Yeah, it's pretty good for yeah. news. Yep. I have a good uh, segue here. Yeah. Speaking of amazing stories, oh. uh, I started my Show Me free trial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got some Show Me. Um, and uh, I got to tell you guys, unless I watch all of the great stuff that Show Me has to offer, which is a fucking lot, yeah. uh, I am I think I'm just going to fucking sign the fuck up. Oh, for this yeah, thing. no, I kept it's it. It's fucking terrific. Great. Now, this is just, I think, for our Canadian uh, listeners. Uh, listeners, because I believe what Show Me is is the Canadian arm of uh, Amazon. Uh-huh. Amazon Prime. Yeah, because Amazon shows... Prime in the States has all the video stuff, mm. which is weird because when we, if, if you sign up for Amazon Prime in Canada, it's, like, expensive, but you only get the, the like... The sw- the shipping perks and shit, but in America you get all that plus all this video. Yeah, so right. Over here it's Show Me though. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, and it's uh, ten bucks a month, and it's fucking great. Yeah. It's got like a-, a lot of shows that I've been meaning to watch, fresh off the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I never had an outlet for. Uh, a show that I'm going to talk about in a bit, but w- something that you reminded me of. It's got amazing stories on it. Amazing. Oh, does it? Yeah. Because yeah, it has yeah. weird, random older shows, like yeah. not a lot of older shows, but a few. Yeah. Like nice. Mash is on there. Yeah. Fucking all of Mash. Wicked. I can't. Uh, maybe I'll try to get into Mash again. Uh, uh, but I never, I never went for the the show, which is weird because you're such a huge fan of the book and the well, movie. Well, that's that's why I'm a huge fan of the book and the movie, and the show seems like just a it's slightly different. sillier version. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's. Uh, I feel like Mash doesn't start great, and it, it yeah. but it gets there. Right. Um, and there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot. It's very. Uh, it can be a little bit heavy handed, and it's flip flopping. Yeah. From you know being where uh, the where the the movie and the book were never were never heavy handed. They were just straight up satire. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this goes from being like wackadoo and jokes, and then hey, and man, then Alan Alda kind of took over and got a little schmaltzy. I yeah, think. yeah. But he wove that into some some of the best, actually the best things I can think of of that show. I've seen most of it. I'd say it's well, I've seen seventy five percent of Mash. I'd say yeah. um, are the dramatic ones are the best ones. Yeah. Mm. By far, cool. Uh, there's a terrific episode involving a chicken on a bus that's so depressing. It was a baby. Oh, yeah, what a great episode. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it since I was 15. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> when I was 15, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> oh my. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's and uh, I like the later cast better. I liked, uh, you know, when they when Tra- Trapper John went off to his own show and stuff like that. They brought yeah. in Honeycut and everything. Yeah, 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 way better. Mike Farrell. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, I, I think it would be weird for me to try and watch MASH because it's one of those shows that I've done nothing but turn off because it'd be like I'm watching like a <laughs> Simpsons rerun or I'm watching like a sign like it when I was younger. If it came on, it was like time to find a new channel. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was because I was, was like, here's like... A, a show not for me, a child who wants to laugh. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it really was always the capper on. Like, if if it, if it was like a, a a string of shows that was yeah. like in syndication, it was like, well, it's going to be Simpsons and yeah. then Roseanne, yeah, and, and then, then we'll throw and to then an old... Seinfeld, and then you'll know you know that the good times are over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's going to be Mash and then Barney Miller. But yeah, that's, that's how I got into totally. That was there was a block yeah. when I was when I'd go to my grandmother's place in Chicago and I'd be out there for most of the summer 
And the early part of the afternoon was like cartoons and stuff, and yeah. it was like sweet. And then it would start to transition to live action yeah. with like some Mork and Mindy. Yeah, yeah. like sweet. And then you might get an Alice in there. Uh, I, I loved Alice. When oh I was fuck a kid. yeah! You definitely get a little Welcome Back Cotter. I'm like yeah. sweet. But then it would transition into your All in the Family, which I was definitely still like sweet. But then you get Barney Miller, <laughs> yeah. sweet, and then Mash. I'm young, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I would watch yeah. that because it was that or you know fucking nothing else or yeah. watch you know the local news in Chicago totally and, yeah. uh, and so, so you I just I you try always to squeeze it. whatever laughs you can totally for sure but then something you don't fully understand after a couple of years I was like a heat I stopped watching the cartoons and I was like Barney Miller what <laughs> amazing yeah and I why I loved then I loved Mash wasn't that your yearbook quote yeah <laughs> Barney Miller fuck the world it's a sweet base line man that's a good thing oh it is that was that's another thing fucking uh you know you don't get you don't get great theme songs anymore no yeah. it's true can't beat the night court theme song. oh very good no yeah taxi, Kimmy schmidt though Dynamite. oh taxi's great Kimmy schmidt that was that's one of those shows that has an oh my god yeah, that's yeah. pretty good job. i with Kimmy schmidt i i look so forward to the theme song i know and i love singing along with it and it just annoys my to no end unbreakable <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you love damn it uh, um it. yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so the reason that I got Show Me was yeah. for all these shows I wanted to watch. Right. So I started watching the show Catastrophe. Saw season one of the show yeah. Catastrophe. Okay. Now this is... I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, well, it's a British show. Um, does it have anything to do with that movie called Ice Catastrophe? <laughs> it's uh, it's in the same... It's like an MCU type of thing. Okay. In yeah, the same it's universe. It's a shared universe. Very good. Yeah. Of uh, awkward titles. Yeah, but yeah. this one's more Just of a, a, normal uh, a study of a, a couple um, who doesn't know each other very well, decide yeah. to have a baby right. uh, together. Um, it's it's created by, uh, oh, damn it, I can't remember her first name. Um, Brenda. Uh, uh, Brenda, sure. <laughs> it's created by Rob Delaney and <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's basically just about this American guy uh, who goes to the UK and has this sort of like uh, short affair with this woman and uh, she gets pregnant. And so he moves back to the UK to uh, to move in with her and help her, you know, raise the baby. Yeah. yeah. And it being Rob Delaney, you kind of go like, OK, so it's going to be a lot of poo poo pee pee. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, vagina jokes. Yeah. Um, and it's really not. It's fucking great really oh it good is a great show yeah hmm. breeze through season one it's a british show so of course season one is comprised of six episodes wicked um six half hour episodes it's very funny but it's very human yeah um and it's a great premise like these two people who barely know each other have a sense of uh duty to to raise this kid yeah so they're like fuck it let's do it duty um <laughs> 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 oh wait maybe there are poopy jokes <laughs> duty uh, but yeah, I, I highly suggest it. Yeah, sweet. sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This show is great for that, and that's how I got onto uh, Last Man on Earth finally, which I'm yeah right. fully caught up on now. Man, do I love that show! Is season two on there as well? No, it's not. But it, I blew through season one, so that got me then just figuring out how to catch up on season two. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's great. And whoever that I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but that guy who plays Todd, they got to give him a. Some kind of an award for being amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck me, he's so good. Do you think they're gonna give him the? Uh, I was like, give him a golden globe. Award? I'm like, you know what? He deserves better. <laughs> yeah, fucking Todd. Yeah. Oh, man, that guy's so great. I love that show. Um, yeah, sweet stuff. I revisited a movie this week. Uh-huh. Um, my one thing that I want to talk about. Uh, I won't. I don't think there's a ton to talk about. But if you've never seen American movie. 
the documentary. Oh, wow, that's a great oh, movie. So I, I had not seen it since high school yeah. when it came out in 1999. Uh, it had been long, a long time since I revisited this movie. Yeah. And I put it on and just fell in love with it all over again. Oh, it's so good. It is just oh, so good. Yeah. Um, if Those guys are just legitimately lovable. <laughs> so lovable. If you've never seen it, it's just about this, this, this guy who really wants to make a low-budget independent movie. He borrows money from his, like, grandfather, and the movie is just sort of small-town life of this guy who's just so, so, so dedicated, Mm -hmm. but also so underprepared and so, like, (laughs) just so not... Not, I don't want to say not capable because I feel like he, like when they, when, um, they, when they, when they throw to his movies and stuff, a lot of it, I'm, I'm like, this is pretty good for like that kind yeah. of, for that backyard movie making. Oh, God, yeah. Like, so, really good. But it is just sort of, oh, man, just let's see how everything can go wrong and how everything can, oh, it's just about, well, like, <laughs> like yeah, it's a testament to that kind of like, to everybody who's, who got a video camera yeah. and was like, we could make a movie. Oh, yeah. Well, you probably couldn't. <laughs> no. Like, because you're not thinking about this and then this and then this yeah. and then yeah, this. Yeah. And this movie just so charmingly shows yeah. you, well, you probably couldn't, <laughs> but you should try. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like man. a testament to, you know, the... the oh, bah! shit. Um, not so bad. Uh, some water spillage. Yeah, it's like a testament to, you know people the american dream and dreamers and people that like have big big sights set on their ambitions and and don't give up even when people tell them they should and even when maybe they should and yeah like that kind of infectious sort of bullheadedness of these characters and then one guy that so the main uh the main guy has that best friend mike or Mm -hmm. whatever his name is (laughs) who's just seems like he's he's done so many drugs in his life <laughs> that he just cannot yeah like function anymore but the yeah. way he functions is just like like not nervous laughter it just like and everything is kind of met with like a smile and a shrug and a like a stoned laugh yeah and it's so funny yeah man <laughs> every time oh it's just such a such a delight such yeah. a delight that movie, yeah, and, and the scene where they try and that. put his head through the the one guy's head through the door yeah. on the kitchen, <laughs> and they've scored the wood because it's like a scene where someone's going to get their head put through a uh, kitchen cabinet, and it's just not scored enough, and they just keep <laughs> slamming this guy's head into the wall. Oh, it's like, oh, this is not going to happen. And then they hard cut to them using like a circular saw on it. It's so funny. Yeah, if you've never seen American movie, definitely watch it. Yeah, so terrific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a little rewatch and stuff. I'll yeah. combine two in real fast. Uh, I watched two things with Athena that she had not seen before. First of which was Quick Change. Yeah, Bill you did. Murray, uh, oh, Randy man. Quaid, Gina Davis, Tony Shalhoub, um, uh, uh, Jason Robards. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw that in the theater with my mom. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Um uh, and I talked to her on Mother's Day and I was like, "Do you remember that movie?" She's like, "Yeah, I loved it." And I was like, "Yeah." Great. I was like, "I like that movie a lot too." And I kind of felt like it was a little underrated. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, it is. It's. I think it's one of those or forgotten movies almost. That you know, whenever you talk about Quick Change, the people who saw it were like, "Oh shit, that movie." Yeah. yeah, you know that movie's better than people say it. Right? I think yeah. that movie is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, great. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, and yeah, I just had a blast rewatching it, and it just feels so comforting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got. I mean, Randy Quaid is so good in it. Mm. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, is so good in it. He has literally no dialogue. I yeah, mean, it's just up to him to like make this not suck or yeah. be too racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, it's just fucking terrific. And every it's scene just is the right amount of racism. That's right. <laughs> uh, really good. So that was yeah. a lot of fun. But the most important thing was. Athena had never seen uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, oh like, boy. We've got to watch this shit, and we're about to, and she's like, is this, am I going to have just like missed the boat on this? Am I too old? Am yeah. Did like, you have to be there? And I'm like, I don't think that's the case. I mean, I can't, I, I you know, I was there, so I don't really know how to frame it properly in my mind, but I feel like what Paul Rubens is doing is so specific and honed that it'd be impossible to not appreciate it. So we watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And the movie ended, and she was just blown away. Which it's was, so she delightful. Was like, How am yeah. I spent my whole life not <laughs> watching this movie? Yeah, what the fuck? It's such a delight. I'm like, it's it's just so. How did I not watch this at every birthday party yeah, yeah. for oh, five man. years it's of so my good. life? I think my favorite part in the whole movie. Um, I, that just sells how great the Pee Wee character is. Is when he's driving with the uh, the convict. And the convict takes it to Pee-wee's hand and puts it on the steering wheel so he can do something. And Pee-wee's steering the car, and he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just getting so excited that he's steering. And it's just so yeah. <laughs> stupid, like just wonderfully adorable. Yeah, because yeah. it, it elevates. It's getting more and more. Ah, ah. <laughs> Maybe it's because I have a baby now, and that's yeah. how the baby is with everything. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is that Pee-wee doesn't always have the reaction that that you think he would have yeah. like he could like the character Pee-wee could have gone a couple of different ways in For that sure. moment but in that moment he just got really excited that he was driving <laughs> yeah it's so good i love Pee-wee. yeah oh man that movie is just and this the snake spit the whole setup yeah. to it is just so good oh man what a wonderful time yeah totally. uh, and i believe that's on show me Ooh. Oh, wow. There you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, then maybe I'll, because I, I don't know that Miles has seen uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure either. But so, you guys watched the new one together, didn't you? Yeah, okay. One, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that one next this week, I think, because nice. now that, yeah, she's definitely interested from yeah. seeing it first. So. Will you will you go with, uh, will you do uh, Big Top Pee-wee? No, I'd probably skip over that. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Big Top. It's just, it's too, this one, like, because Big Adventure is just a big, weird movie yeah. that shouldn't have been as wildly popular as it was. I don't think people were prepared for how big Pee Wee kind of was bubbling up to be, just yeah. with like the MTV appearances and stuff like that. So it really kind of came out of nowhere. And then you get the kids show, and Big Top Pee Wee comes out. I think at like once Playhouse was going on or yeah. about to go on. So, yeah. so it, it's much more of a kids movie. Yeah, and it was also a little too in on the joke kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it and was it a little less back, outsider than and, the other. Yeah, stuff. It totally. Because it, it dials back to weird. Yeah, and when you don't have that. It yeah, just it, just, it just feels like another sort of kids movie from 1989. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll just jump to the new one because, again, it's terrific. Nice. And it also has another sweet snake gag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really does. It does. And the best balloon gag. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. <laughs> I, I got to rewatch that now. Too. Just right now. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait till B is uh, uh, yeah. of an age where she just fully appreciates yeah, why it's so great. I think about that all the time. Yeah. You think about my daughter appreciating yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice. <laughs> you have your own daughter. <laughs> ah, she's old news. <laughs> I'm bored of this thing already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a delight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, anything else, you guys? Or Yeah. Okay, uh, what else? Because I I don't have anything else other than I American. See. I watched some things, but nothing of super note. Right. So uh, the yeah the only other kind of big thing that I have uh, 
that I did this week was go and see uh, uh, Comedy Bang Bang Live. Yes, oh, yeah, you, me too. Yeah, you both did that. Look, you're both wearing Comedy both Bang wearing Bang, comedy bang, bang, bang shirts like a couple of idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a couple of delighted idiots. <laughs> I was so delighted by the Comedy Bang Bang Live show that I was okay with paying $50 for a t-shirt, basically. <laughs> I, uh, I really wanted to because that t-shirt is amazing. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, happy with it. The tour t-shirt's really fucking great. I'm wearing an old uh, Comedy Bang Bang uh, shirt, of which I have a few. Yeah, um, but I I was kind of like 45 bucks come on guys it's insane <laughs> yeah. when on the website it's like 20 yeah but you can't something. get these ones on there yep. so i got yeah, suckered you into mm-hmm. you can get the tour shirt on there yeah is it 45 dollars? i think it's less i'll fucking kill myself um, <laughs> <laughs> no i was happy just to be there and to uh, buy shirts yeah yeah and the show was uh fucking super super funny phenomenally funny, funny. yeah uh, the the special guest kind of guy was uh, a fella from uh, Orphan Black. Yeah. Uh, and uh, n- no offense to him, I'm sure he's a lovely fella. He was an absolute zero on the show. Yeah. He was I, like I I thought he was good enough with being able to kind of go along with it, and I thought that he had a couple funny lines, but he definitely it definitely wasn't the kind of special guest where you're like, oh shit, yeah. No, well <laughs> I think he had a line or two where he was like, oh I get what's going on here. I'm gonna say my line, blah blah blah, and everyone was like, ah, that was the wrong instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like he was totally off. But again, but you have. Uh, you had Paul F. Tompkins playing Gary Marshall, which is fucking epic. Yeah. Um, Lauren Lapkus was playing Todd. And yeah. Jesus Christ. She's so funny. So funny. I think she's one of the funniest people. She's right great. Now. And she sells it visually, too. Like, Paul F. Tompkins does stuff as Gary Marshall, but she's, like, the character. Yeah, the 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 thing is like Paul F. Tompkins was is kind of dressed as Gary Marshall, yeah. and he's doing like a big, broad, funny, hilarious thing. But uh, Lauren Lapkus was just dressed as a very attractive lady. Uh, <laughs> but she, st- she, all the physicality and everything, she's uh, she was very much Todd. Oh, yeah, man, she's the best. Totally. Awesome. Anywho, he was oh, amazing. and also um, Neil Campbell opened. And when he was he really did funny. Stand up. Jesus Christ! It's some of the best stand-up, some of the most inventive stand-up I've seen it's in a so very funny. long time. Yeah, I thought his stuff was amazing. It was. It was a lot of like, not misdirection, but it was a lot of like it non non jokes. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of. I just my favorite joke he did was uh, I don't know if I want to do. Oh, I don't, uh, might as well this one. Uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, you know, uh, I go to the zoo sometimes, and. Uh, and, you know, like looking at those animals, I was like, you know, who's really in the cages? Is it us or the animals? And in my opinion, it's the animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, That's a great joke. That's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking perfectly executed. Totally. It's so funny. Yeah. If you can see that tour, you you need to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It I was it was Tim... amazing to see Scott Ackerman come out and do a little bit of stuff with just with with nobody else off the top. Yeah. As well, and he was like m- like talking to that guy that there was like a guy on the side of the stage that was like a security guard who was just like standing there. Well, he was I don't even know. He had a button of but some But he was kind. paid to be there by the the venue and mm-hmm. he didn't really it wasn't like a post or anything. He was just standing there by the side of the stage and I guess he had been there the night before cuz Scott came out and he was like, "Still here, eh?" Like, "What <laughs> are you guy... paid to do?" Not and he was like button and he was like oh, i don't know what that means <laughs> but the great thing is the guy looked mortified like, yeah i did not want to be no. part of the show he was good natured and everything yeah. but scott scott you know my buddy scott uh scott was like uh like oh this guy doesn't seem to be want to be part of the show i'm gonna make him part of the show yeah, i'm gonna lay into him a little bit it was funny 
Oh, Wicked. Yeah. Just what a delight. And Tim Baltz was uh, was another guest. I don't know if he's there for the whole tour or if he was just a, mm-hmm. a one-night guy, but uh, he was fucking hilarious. Totally. Yeah, he's yeah. like a uh, full-time rotation now. Good huh. stuff. Huh. Yeah. 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 Huh. That's great. Mm. Anyway, what else? About talking about another podcast on our podcast. Yeah. yeah. But a movie. Yeah, what else? Yeah, I watched a movie. What? Movie. I watched Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ooh, oh, what did you think? Well, yeah, it's a terrific movie. Yeah, um, all of it. I love it. I like. Yeah, I liked all of it. Me too. I liked Sweet. I, uh, yeah. Now the the tension and the claustrophobic vibe of everything that's going on is awesome, and I can understand yeah. like your perspective there, Casey. If not, you know, like when it changes, it's it's jarring and stuff yeah, like yeah. That, but and I liked both movies. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and the second one is briefer, which is yeah, much know. briefer. So yeah, and it's and it's just such a whirlwind, which I kind of liked about when they, yeah. when, you know, when you're going to get out there into the world, that it's like everything, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was a uh, animal style, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, all of everything. Um, so uh, the performances are fucking spectacular totally uh it's crazy how good everybody is everybody like so 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 good john goodman just i mean he's always terrific yeah. but he's extra terrific in and this. you don't you almost you're like oh i don't want to see john goodman be a bad guy that and that but he does it in such a fucking compelling oh, yeah and yeah he's so great yeah. uh this is the best work he's done in quite some time totally mm-hmm. um and then uh, i don't know anybody's names in front of me gallagher jr is yeah john gallagher, john gallagher jr. jr yes uh outstanding uh, and dan gorman i saw about half of hush yeah which he's also terrific in yes um yeah, and then and what's her name? Ramona from uh, frickin' uh, Scott Pilgrim? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead? Yes. Awesome. So good. Yeah, it just holds the whole thing down. She's the yeah. whole movie. Oh, man, I can't wait until the next one, like, where hopefully I she just becomes a ending. full-on Oh, my God. Hero. Yeah, but I'd be really into that. Really, really into that. But, yeah, yeah this, I, what a great watch. Yeah. It's really... I totally forgot about that. I love, like, that last... Like, I can't even think of a, of a movie in recent memory that got me so excited for the potential of a yeah. new, another movie yeah. as that last shot with the car driving off and then there's lightning and yeah. what you see and it's yeah. just like this is so Spielbergian and yeah, like yeah, yeah. got me left like I left that theater like oh yeah yeah man movies <laughs> yeah. I wish the listeners could have seen Dan's excited little dance yeah <laughs> oh, I, I definitely think that's one of the like I I, I would put that on my best of the year. Yeah, I definitely. thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't know that I'm going to put it on my best of the year, but it's been a light year well, and lately. For, you know, it, you really got to give that movie credit for what it accomplishes because you kind of, from watching the trailer, you I anyway was like, I really got a good sense of what's yeah. going down here. Yeah. And you kind of do, but there's so much misdirection, yeah. so many like whammo moments yeah like I, I was you know like holy shit more than yeah, once you know totally. and, yeah uh, oh absolutely and and it does it executes them perfectly it's yeah. not just like a big slap in the face here's a crazy thing yeah, yeah. It's just all the lead up to that crazy thing and you're just like oh my god that crazy thing was inevitable and yet i'm still surprised that it happened yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Terrific I think movie. Except for there, the there's very... no other uh movie that i can think of outside of maybe attack the block that has done the amblin spielberg thing that Right. Yeah. I, re- and I, I think- watched Attack the Blog very recently, actually, within the last uh, three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched it recently, too. Oh, man. I so fucking movie. good. I it's love so that movie. And, and I'm sorry, JJ, but you, like, those two movies 
are so much better than Super 8 and do everything that yeah. that movie is trying to do, I feel yeah. like. And, like, the visual storytelling in 10 Cloverfield Lane is so good. Yeah. Like, that movie is claustrophobic. There's so little that you can actually do in that kind of a movie, and he does everything over the top perfect. Yeah. Like, the way yeah. that, that all the shot. Yeah, I just yep. love that movie. Sweet. Yeah, yeah good times. So <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you saw that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you saw half of Hush? Yeah. Was it a fall asleep or was it a Uh no, it was uh, just like we got to go to sleep yeah. and this is t- we won't be able to fall asleep yeah. because this is too like something horrible more horrible is going to happen. Yes, yeah. We did see about half of it. I'm so. interested to see what you think. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. Yeah. Oh, I won't go real long. One other thing real quick. Um 5 years late to the party, but I just started watching Veep. Yes. And boy, is that oh, a fucking terrific show. So funny to watch it. But oh my god, is that show good. I love Veep. Yeah. It's on uh I haven't seen episode one of that thing. No? No. Oh, oh man. Dude, and it hits it's, the ground it's fucking funny from the running. Start. And that, and, episode one. Like yeah. you're at five minutes in, you're gonna be like, Boy, I love this show. Yeah. I, I've heard people say this is the funniest this is, is one of the top five funniest shows yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's outstanding. Definitely. Yeah. Watch I gotta that beep show. it up. The Get first it. season is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I've, I've only seen a few yeah, stuff I'm, here and there. Yeah, I'm the only in the first season. season but, I just like yeah. was like, well, I guess I'll give this a go. And I'm yeah, like, what I have I been it. doing with my time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Jennifer, uh, not Jennifer, um, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Julia 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 yeah. is so good. Everyone's and, so and good. everybody is so good. Yeah, Anna Klumski is fucking yes. great in it. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, it, it's a show with so many perfect characters yeah. and so many of the most perfect character actors. Yeah, like what's his name from UCB? Matt. Walsh. Matt Walsh shows up. Oh, like, yeah. I love that there's and a he solid is, thing for Matt Walsh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, so a, he's a major character in it. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Hale killing it. Yeah, oh, totally. Yep. And I feel like he he was one of those guys that didn't get a raw deal, but I feel like he Kinda lived lived in the shadow of yeah. Buster. Yeah, like for he sure. would be in movies and it would be like, oh, we got to give him the real wacky stuff because yeah. he's that guy. Yeah. Right? And this is such a perfect, like, character for his sensibility oh god yeah <laughs> fuck he's so great yeah man that's a hell of a show yeah hell of a show anyway that's my shit totally i gotta watch more of that yeah yeah i gotta jump into like two and three. Mm-hmm. Oh man where do you watch it hbo home box office. i've got the uh, oh, thank <laughs> you. i have the three month free trial of hbo oh how do you get that ask your service provider uh <laughs> really yeah. I thought you had to have like an American credit card and all that bullshit no, no, no. and nonsense. No, no, oh, you no, got it's cable. Just, no, yeah, for, like, cable. cable. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. See, I don't have the cable. Right. Stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like not having cable, although I miss commercials. Yeah, no. I've I, going back to cable. I'm quite happy with. Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't think I'd like it this much, but it's great. You know what, Casey? And my internet is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, who, who is it? Oh, you're with Rogers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted Bell, but I can't get it here, which is garbage. That is total garbage. That is yeah. shitty. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, you should look up Dave's archive on YouTube, and you can watch uh, chunks of commercials from back in the day. I love. Oh, I do that, that all the time. I, so yeah, I've yeah. wasted an entire day watching yeah. toy commercials. Like he, from the yeah. he's this dude. I guess I don't know if he just has all these tapes that he's like archived and is in his digitizing, but he'll upload like twenty-five minute videos of just like here's. You know, like entry number one hundred and thirty-five of my eighties are like commercials, and it. I'll fucking watch a whole half hour commercial. Yeah. I've, I've literally spent hours and hours just yeah. watching. Going, ah, I remember that. One. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. Yep, I pretty good. That soup commercial. We don't have good jingles anymore. No, so. the art of the jingle is completely lost. It's over. I wa- like I watched some fucking commercial for Mexican uh, spicy Velveeta cheese, uh-huh. and it had like the most amazing. Sing it. Like I can't remember what it was, but they were trying to fit like more than they could fit in a song into yeah. this song so it was like Mexican Velveeta and then there's spices in and then we have mild and hot and like <laughs> like they're trying to get everything into it you're, you're right <laughs> the art of the jingle is dead but no that might but, be what gets it. <laughs> but it's like so overproduced and amazing they put so much work into that fucking stupid song about cheese yeah. oh, more yeah. work than probably like Drake put into some fucking piece of shit song I don't know. I don't know. There's still things that like I'll have stuck in my head. Yeah. Now, now that I have commercials again, like I'll be walking around going, "We are farmers." Bump it up. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Or for a great rate, you can get online, go to the general, and save some time. Yeah. <laughs> Do they still have? Yeah. I I jumped off board at Sleep Country Canada. Canada. Why buy a mattress anywhere, anywhere else? Yeah, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Do they still have a uh, call one eight eight through six hundred Empire today? Mm. <laughs> Pretty good. Fabric uh, Land's the ultimate winner. Fabric, Fabric Land. Fabric Land. Land. Yeah, say the word, then faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we all. J- you said Fabric Land, and we all just went Fabric Land. Fabric, Fabric Land. Land. Yep. It's I don't uh, know why we talk about movies. Is that nope. the podcast or we just say, sing old jingles? <laughs> Can you remember all the pizza songs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nine, six, seven. Eleven. Eleven. Pretty good. Yeah, it's another one. Call Pizza Pizza. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we need more words in this. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Oh, I, my only today. hope is through talking about this, we've put one of those songs in someone's yeah, head. totally. Yeah. For the rest of your day. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Is that it then? Are we going to get into film roulette? Mm-hmm. I think I'm good. All right. Well, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Let's do it. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we saw Captain America Civil War and the loser has to go see something shitty. This week we uh, we themed it as a war theme, so Greg had to stay at home and watch Pearl Harbor, all three and a half hours of it. Uh, and then we'll talk about a punishment album. We will roll for movies next week and that is how we play Film Roulette. 
as I mentioned, Captain America, Civil War, hugely anticipated film. Seems IMDb. to be ultimately positive reviews. Yeah. Uh, IMDb describes the plot as political interference in the Avengers activities causes a rift between former allies Captain America and Iron Man. This is getting 75 on Metacritic and stars Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, and many, 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 many more. Uh, so Marvel strikes back again with the Russo brothers, um, in the sort of main through line of the, uh, MCU. Mm-hmm. I, you kind of like the, I think, I think Mamo said this, but you could kind of, I feel like these are the, these are the television events of this, of this movie series. Like these are the, like this movie, Age of Ultron, Avengers, like those are the movies where it's like they're meeting up for these big stories, yeah. and then you get those weird ones that are kind of like peppering like Ant Man, and that that movie gets to be its own like fun, yeah, crazy stylistic thing, and these ones are a little bit more, yeah. This is yeah, Captain America is now what we're to be building like a to. Big, well, I mean, not I, this is the first time it's done that, but yeah. I mean, I don't know because Phase Two is all over the place, you know, but Winter Soldier yeah. kind of tied things a little yes. bit towards. Yeah. And was yeah. definitely the best of the bunch. Yeah, maybe definitely. the best of the whole series, I'd say. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of people comparing uh, or saying Civil War is basically as good as the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. like, and very much in the same vein. Yeah, uh, I would sort of agree. First of all, I will say this movie is fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm still mad awesome. at both of you that I lost this <laughs> dice. Yeah, should it, be. it's been frustrating me all fucking week. It's so good it's so fun it's It's great not amazing yeah it's i i like to but it's but it is amazing but it is amazing in many ways it is a it's a movie that is um i i feel like for my money it's not quite um it's like not as good as avengers because i feel like avengers was the blowy out of the water the first like time it really fired on all cylinders like that but I mean, Age of Ultron was really kind of rocky, but still yeah. super fun and entertaining. And I like that movie a lot. But I wouldn't say that this movie reaches that kind of a rockiness. But it is. It. I mean, it's long, and there's parts where you're like, uh, I don't know. But I think the things that this movie hits, it knocks out of the park. I don't think I had any moments where I was like, uh, I don't know. Like I think I was very entertained the entire time. Like, oh I yeah, I wasn't bored. Story is really great, and the way everything is interwoven yes. is really great. And um. And it, it doesn't really try to do anything new. No. The main uh, the main sort of uh, antagonist is, uh, you know, I'm not going to say who he, he is or anything, yeah. but uh, he has his reasons and he's doing this and this and this and it, yeah. you know, precipitates this and, and leads to kind of this all that thing. One thing I will say is that uh, par- parts of it do seem, while very cool and very necessary in this type of movie, uh, somewhat gratuitous. Um, the big fight scene, there's this big fight scene that, that uh, you know, every trailer yeah. alludes to. and Everybody's and, talking about the, the airport scene. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is nothing short of amazing. It's so good. It's it, it's it, it's retarded how fucking entertaining it is. But you kind of go, uh, why? Like that didn't. I never to felt happen. like why. I feel like it, it just feels so gratuitous and tacked on because it, it, it's kind of like, but th- this no, this wasn't all precipitate. Like this wasn't all um, leading to this big fight. It just feels like. Oh, we're gonna meet here and do this and have this a uh, rumble. I felt like it was all. I feel. I felt like it. It eased into that really well. I think the only thing for me is I feel like this movie will uh, be better upon rewatch. I feel like there are things that happen in this movie. Like I think I was never bored, but I was definitely 
feeling like the pacing was a little sort of stop starty like there was a lot of like oh we're over here now okay this is entertaining but also like what's going on like i just felt when now that i've seen the ending of the movie watching it again and i think it is a movie that you're gonna kind of see in not a new light but you're gonna see where it's going a little bit clearer because i do feel like the first half of the movie they set up all these pieces and i was kind of like i really kind of was like how how are these pieces gonna all fit together and and the big reveal that happens at the end of this movie obviously i won't spoil but i was so delighted and surprised and shocked and kind of like where this movie leads to i just felt like was so satisfying on a like uh, like thriller kind of action movie way. Like yeah, the way, the way I, I didn't find it too amazing or anything. I was like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I um, thought I, don't, I just felt like there was something refreshing about. I wasn't blown about away the, by it. Yeah, by by the big reveal, but I was like, oh clever. Yeah, um, I think the 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 villain and his intentions. There was something. I don't know if it's ripped from the pages of the comic book, but it felt refreshing in a way. I feel like that that kind of villain. And the way that he achieves what he wants, I feel like we haven't seen before. Um, y- yeah, it's I'll, kind I'll of like a passive that. villain, right? Um, I'll say, y- yeah, and even that is kind of saying a lot. But it's, uh, uh, it, it is interesting, and, yeah. and and it is one of those sort of like moral quandary kind of yeah. things, uh, which is which is a lot of fun to kind of go. Mm, well, and this movie is supposed to bring up a lot of those, like, well, you know, who watches the Watchmen, kind yeah. Of thing. Um, I just feel like again it, it becomes like like that big fight was more for the audience than for the plot. Oh man, I don't know. I feel like in that in that whole scene is so much intention and so much character work and like why certain people are fighting and like there's a whole thing about like are we oh. fighting to our most uh, uh like am i beating you up as hard as i should be or like are we still friends oh and I yeah feel like all that stuff works so well absolutely but and i had think that ra- it also... and had ramifications i feel like in the characters well it had i think minor ramifications yeah. well, um i think that's a big problem with this movie i think it does pull its punches a it, little th- bit this movie is the first time i really felt Okay, guys, like you need to, you need stop. to be able to let go of yeah, somebody. Yeah, and you need to stop. Like, I feel like this movie more than than many others in the MCU is. I I kept thinking like this is getting to be like reverse Game of Thrones. This is yeah. like, don't worry, people will come so close to dying that you care about that are huge parts of these movies. But like, it's, it's fine. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like. Man, you guys really need to like ice a couple people that I care about. For and me you to... know what it feels like? It feels like they're uh, like like they're like, well, we can't kill that character because what if that character becomes really important or really popular? Yeah, and then we can make another franchise out of them. Yeah, like it starts to feel like like money. But there's even uh, people uh, that are decisions. like, you could conceivably they've had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everything could continue on without them. Yeah, uh, and, and it would be compelling. It'd be they, even if, more compelling. Yeah, be, because there would be consequences other than a lot of faceless people in buildings yeah. who are dying. Although this movie does continue the uh, trend that Age of Ultron really set up, which which was a making a lot of the plot be about that, be about yeah. the ramifications of like the a lot of this movie. But we is don't. The, but we don't feel the ramifications. We're just told about. I them. think we. I think we feel it with Scarlet Witch. Uh, I don't, but then I, I do. feel she's really awful. I think she's movies. so good, and I want. I'm glad that she's given more here, and I think 
hinging a lot. I like that she's dialed back the Terrell accent uh, like, yeah. to, to where it's basically non-existent now. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that she's uh, she's kind of... Uh, she's fine. She doesn't get in the way. I think that it's best um, uh, illustrated with maybe my new favorite character other than Spider-Man. Uh, uh, Black Panther, that guy. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask how Chadwick yeah. Boseman was in this. That guy's awesome. a fucking great actor. He is so. really he is good. insanely good yeah. in this. Yeah, yeah. I, I did kind of... Super excited about that shit, man. I can't wait for, for yeah. the, the standalone. It's going to be... I his wait, character yeah. is so fucking interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's a great character. And the, Googler. The different, amount, the different amounts and kinds of power yeah. he has yeah. um, is going to be so compelling for a story that doesn't even need to have that yeah. much action in it. And no. with a director but, like Coogler, it's going to be fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, my God. I now, I don't want to hear too fucking much about this, but uh, everyone's saying that they finally did Spidey justice on screen. Spidey is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Spidey's awesome. Yeah. Fucking awesome. The kid is fucking great. Is he? Plays him like uh, like Peter Parker has the Peter Parker charm, yeah. but he's just still an unassuming kid who's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, and all the all the scenes with him fighting and the way that he wants to like, you know, still engage with banter and still try and like have this kind of discussion, and, p- and people are like, "You're talking a lot for for this <laughs> yeah. fight." Like that, all that stuff is just so so fun and so funny and entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I did think that the reveal of Black Panther, uh, I, I felt like. As an effect, it felt a little bit. I don't know. I know it's like Panther, and he's like a cat, like reflexes, and I just felt like in, I was. It took me a while to ease into the character as a as a superhero action, not as a character. Like when I first saw him, I was like, ah, oh, this looks a little bit like on the goofy side for me. But then eventually, I was totally on board. With oh, it. I didn't find that at all. Like I thought that uh, with the little ears and like. <laughs> I, there's something that I like about it because the way they explain it. Yeah. Um, like I. Feel oh, the like, way they set it up is is fantastic. Yeah, totally. And I feel like the way he would um, hone his his fighting style yeah. would be in line of yeah, yeah. Uh, like in the line of the tradition of yeah. the Black Panther. So uh, so I feel like he would be very much styled after kind of cat like reflexes. Yeah, yeah. And, and the way I he just moves. felt like the way it looked, it, it was so kind of like off putting at I first. Could, I could see yeah. that, but, but then I, I my brain immediately. Chose yeah. to go like, oh, that's fucking by like awesome. halfway through that action scene, I was like, this is the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah. He's, uh, The action in this movie, movie is just like, I mean, um, uh, Winter Soldier had its like kind of seventies thriller thing going on, yeah. I, although there was insane action in that. But this movie doesn't really have that kind of genre thing. It's more of just a we're an action. This is an action movie. Kind of has a little bit of a whodunity kind of thing going on, like. But it's try- it's definitely but trying it's, not to get in its own way. Yeah, and I think it succeeds. You're right; it's gritty. Yeah, um, uh, but it doesn't. It, it definitely doesn't have a, a genre e type of piece, other than you know straight up superhero yeah, action. Movie. Totally. Uh, one thing I, I I was like, it's a lot more shaky than it needs to be. Like I, a lot of the fight scenes where I'm like, I can tell who's fighting. I can. See, it's not that thing where it's all like quick cuts and yeah. it's all like crazy shit where you can't tell what's going on you can tell mm-hmm. what's going on but yeah. i'm like well that shot of that person punching that other person the shot itself is very shaky yeah there's a few there's a few that go a little too far but yeah. i i do think the the russo brothers i think they do a really good um balance of of shakiness and then they they do always pull back to at least a medium i mean there are yeah. it is mostly mediums but but as somebody that usually gets really sick with with that stuff, I was fine. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean the geography is there. 
it's starting to get a little away from you. Like it, it, there are a few things where you're like, okay, wait a second. I do ha- have to kind of like piece in the geography. Like, okay, well he was up there before yeah. that, but it doesn't get to the point. Like Michael Bay fucking, no, like, no, where it's, am I? it's not that dumb grossness. It's just, I was like, this could have been a little steady. This fight yeah. scene could have been a little steadier and it still would have been as exciting. Yeah. I think if there, if there's one thing about the Russos, it's that, they you can tell that they have done a lot of TV work, and I mean this movie looks great. It's shot great. I, I think overall it looks awesome, but it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that stamp that something like even Ant Man, you know, that has kind of like we're doing something. And when it does get into the action, and, and I feel like maybe that's why they're right for these movies because they have to have so many characters. You can't yeah. have a very defined kind of thing going on. But like when they do play with some of the Ant Man stuff. When they do play with some of the uh, like character specific stuff, it, it 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 works. I thought in this movie way more so than in the Ant Man movie. I thought Ant Man uh, played to Paul Rudd's strengths. Yeah, like I, I, I and I believed him as a superhero. I think in Ant Man the movie movie, he was like I was like uh, I don't want to see Paul Rudd try to squint his way into a yeah. Chris Pratt type of thing. Uh, like, no, guys, I'm a cool action guy. Well, um, one and, thing and does think... happen in this movie that I don't think happened in Ant-Man that I was like, woo! Oh, man, <laughs> I think everybody was like, woo! Because <laughs> um, uh, that, uh, we won't say what it is, but when you see it, that is so good. It's fucking <laughs> bananas. I loved that. Um, man, that whole fucking movie. I, it's super enjoyable. It's great. And I love that scene. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway. Yeah, yeah I think I think this is a great movie. The, the, the action is fantastic. And I, I really did just have a huge, great time. Like I said, I, I do think there are, are some things with the Marvel Universe that are showing some some wear and tear. Also specifically some with technology. With... Uh, remember how creepy uh, um, young Jeff Bridges was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, I they loved really that. perfected that in this. Not oh. perfected quite, but no. they set it up in such a way where you're or like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Where it could have actually been bad, but it wasn't. Yeah. Well, but, like the young Michael Douglas in Ant Man was pretty fucking convincing. Uh, yeah, and then they go uh, a step further with it here. Yeah, and not Michael Douglas, but uh, they go they go a step further here, and and you're like, that's weird that they can do that. Is it? Do you think? Do you think we shouldn't mention who it is? Yeah, yeah. don't don't okay. want to. Well, I won't mention who it is, but I will say that... It's Jim J. Bullock. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that seeing that person on screen in a younger version had what was so awesome as a fan of 80s movies. (laughs) I'll just say that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was Dabney Coleman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's wonderful. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It was George Burns. They brought him back to his 18 again uh, <laughs> era. Uh, um, yeah, I, I was a big fan of this. I had a lot I of fun. Wait a to lot see of fun. It. It's so, mad. so yeah. fun. Did you watch it in 3Ds? I did. Yeah. I only watched it in 2Ds. Yeah, it was fun in 3D. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen it in 3- 3Ds. Yeah. I'm going to so, try and go this week. Captain America, you got to go. Yeah. Check it out. Tons yeah. of fun. Get a big bucket of popcorn. You're going to have a great time. Okay. Uh, or get a large black coffee. Uh, yeah, some hard candy and a tuna yeah. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you 
if you're an older gender. <laughs> um, tuna fish sandwich. That's such a fucking perfect image. <laughs> Going to the picture shows. Speaking of picture shows, yeah. Greg watched one of those. Yeah. 2001's Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Pearl Harbor follows the story of two best friends, uh, Rafe and Danny. Yep. And their love lives as they go off to join the war. This got 44 on Metacritic. Uh-huh. was directed by Michael Bay. Yep. Made it into the Criterion Edition, but that copy is now out of print. Right. Uh, starring Ben Affleck, Kate Beckinsale, and Josh Hartnett, yep. plus many others. Many. Um, Cuba. Cuba yep. Gooding Jr. That's right. I uh, watched the trailer for this today. Uh-huh. And as I said to you guys in our Facebook chat, I feel like even the trailer was three and a half hours long. Because yeah. I don't know if you've seen that trailer, but holy shit... Is it boring and long? <laughs> I have to assume that the, and it, the movie itself is uh, exciting yeah. and short. Three and, a half, <laughs> three and a half hours, this thing. Uh, That's insane. Yeah, and... I don't know if it's three and a half, but it's over three okay. hours. Well, the, the trailer is just so much a yeah. pastiche of, like, America images. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the American flag underwater <laughs> and, like, yeah. all these things are fading into each other. Like, There's a lot of that going on. And I I thought... This, this movie actually came out prior to 9-11, mm-hmm. which I was, like, surprised at. I was like, yeah. this seems more like a, oh, let's uh, capitalize on everyone's fucking uh, yeah. fear-mongering and hate. And yeah. Well, they still had that before 9-11. Yeah, I know, so. but it's just so, I mean, because there were so many yeah. um, echoes of Pearl Harbor. Right. Right. It's the first attack on American soil since. Yeah. Uh, I bet Michael Bay, when 9-11 happened, was like, oh, yes. I wish this had happened before. <laughs> I was going to blow up these video sales. Yeah. <laughs> I could have used so many of these yeah. uh, heavy-handed things. Oh, yeah. my God. The, oh, the overwhelming imagery that would have been fucking yeah. tossed in there. Oh, gross. Yeah. Hey, we're very lucky. So, Pearl Harbor. I had not seen before. Yeah. Um, this is a fictional story. Yes. Uh, no, these are uh, really. Yeah, I'm no Pearl Harbor happened. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, Casey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was amazing. I do remember from when this movie came out that people were like. Like the judgment that I feel like I've heard about this movie so much is just like they just made up a love story and like put it into the movie like the real yeah. thing. It's like it's just a love story with at the end there's action. Yeah. It's not a war movie. Yeah, um, like the Titanic thing. Like oh, right. it's just Titanic like about the ship, but they, we just follow these people that you've made up. Yeah, like w- over two thousand people died yeah. in Pearl Harbor. Were none of them interesting? <laughs> <laughs> like. Did no one involved yeah. in World War Two from no, the Americans was interesting? No real-life interesting story yeah. you could... So, yeah, because, th- listen, man, this is a long and boring, horrible movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, it's, and it doesn't even... Because, like, I can I can tune out and enjoy a Michael Bay movie yeah, in of some kind of sense. Less and less. Mm-hmm. Over there. I can, okay, look. Uh, the Rock? You bet. Yeah. I'll yeah. have a nice time. Why not? Armageddon? Fucking A guy. The That's Island? Him, right? That's him, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I love me some The Island. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> oh, dude, the action in that movie is awesome. Yeah, I'm about to revisit, maybe, but I probably won't. Um, Pain and Gain is a I actually, not good. messy piece of I think good. I would throw my hat into the ring and say that The Island is his best movie. Huh. Yeah. Maybe you should do a uh, Michael Bay I filmography. <laughs> yeah. Filmography yeah. run. I, I might. <laughs> yeah. Not as many movies as you would think. No. 
Uh, you just got to get through all those Transformers movies, which mm-hmm. there are many of. I just watch one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. of it. <laughs> um, or, uh, so, yeah, and this movie just starts by being gross when you got the two Rafe the and Danny noise. when they're kids. <laughs> like a gross, wet fart. Um, just a big, wet, disgusting fart of fucking gross movie it's, patriotism. It's like the opening scene of Lost in Translation, but with <laughs> the a fart. fart. <laughs> and uh, it's Ben Affleck's butt. Um, it starts off with Rafe and Danny when they're kids. Yeah. Who's Rafe and Danny? Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett. Ugh, gross. And... Uh, and they're like, they want to be fighter pilots when they grow up. And like, hey, great, right, Rafe? Hey, yeah. land of the free, right, Danny? Home of the brave, Rafe. And, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> and they uh, like getting a, like an old plane or something, right? Yeah, that's fly. what they're doing. That was yeah, in the yeah. trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like gross. And I was watching it with all the crazy American patriotism, patriotism going on. And yeah. Athena's like, you're an American. Is this like, do you feel <laughs> something when you see this? And I was like. Yeah, it's like I mean I feel connected to it because that's where I was born. I'm, yeah, you know the first my childhood is all in the states. But I'm like, but I don't feel like something when I see this movie. When this, when I see stuff like this in movies, it's like if you were at a uh, if if like your friends saw one of your family members get too drunk and say it's like it's like your racist grandmother that you had to deal with and go like <laughs> she means well yeah. she just <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's mostly like weird embarrassment and that's why I live in Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but so now, uh, this movie is so long and it was so hard to get through <laughs> that when we get to Pearl Harbor going down, yeah. which is at least an hour and a half into this movie. Oh, I would have thought even longer. Yeah, me too. I mean, it might, I it might be, be two like hours. Hour I'm not sure. It's two, kind of a time vortex. Yeah. It's hard to figure out because there's Pearl Harbor and then there's the Doolittle Raid in Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. So the, and that's like later. It's like yeah. a year later or something. Or I don't remember. My history is not great, um, and so you—that's the big yeah. fight at the end. So Pearl Harbor is at least more than halfway through the movie, though. Yeah, and by the time it gets there, you've seen an entire movie's worth of nothing action happening, yeah. just character development, and you know this love triangle. Character development. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I it's, and then the war or the, the the attack begins, and I'm like, holy fuck. I've seen all of this movie, and I don't know. There's no, I don't know anything about these characters. <laughs> yeah. They managed to not tell me anything for an hour and a half, except for bland retreads of other wartime. You know, yeah. when, when it was like it's pretty swell to be an American, and we're not in the war. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> it, like it was just all this flat imagery I've seen in other movies, and nowhere near capturing it. Yeah, and there's good actors playing these small parts. Michael Shannon's in there. Oh, um, yeah, uh, that fella. I don't know his name off the top of my head. The fellow who played Spud in Train Spotting. He's okay. in there. And I'm like, hey, I like that guy. Yeah. You know. Um, and uh, I like Kate Beckinsale. She's a fine actress who I you think is in. Huh? You and Brumner? Did he play Spud? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's, I think, a fine actress who's almost never been in a good movie, which is yeah. just a bummer. Um, yeah, she really has. Yeah, no, not good movies, but I feel like she's generally bright spots and turds. Um <laughs> She's a real bright spot in the turd, as the saying goes. <laughs> um, and yeah, so hour and a half. Like, so what's happened is uh, Ben Affleck meets her, and they hit it off, and it's awesome. And then he's like, "For them, not for me." 
<laughs> and then he volunteers to go on this mission and they're they're gonna get together and like they're so like immediately in love yeah and he's like she's like let's go inside he's like i'm not gonna bang you right now i'm gonna go do this then i'll come home and bang you because uh, he wants to like uh, you know romance yeah i don't want to just this is also perfect and stuff and she's like okay and so he leaves and she's like oh man and he's like Wah. and then he's shot down and everyone thinks he's dead so uh, his buddy's like, oh, they're best friends since childhood, like since they were children. And then Ben Affleck's dead, and he's like, oh, man, I guess I better start banging this girl. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, Hartnett just moves right in there, and she's like, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking for some dead. Yeah. <laughs> so they're together now. And then, of course, he's not dead, and he comes back, and they're like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. And he's mad at Hartnett, who Hartnett, like, and like Affleck's mad and should, obviously would be mad. Yeah. Um and but I mean I can think rationally about they're both wounded emotionally mm-hmm. and that you can see things happening and stuff like that. But Hartnett doesn't really like kind of reel back the way he's supposed to. Like you know if your friend comes back from the dead and you're banging his girl, he'll be like ah shit I was emotionally uh, I don't know I know this is weird and that yeah. never happens. He's just like why are you getting so upset, Rafe? <laughs> 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 and it's just a uh, whole thing is just like nothing ever feels like anything because no people act like this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like watching these guys wear sh- Hawaiian shirts basically. And yell things at each other occasionally. <laughs> oh, um, that's the character development you were talking about. Right. Yeah. yeah, different shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and then Pearl Harbor begins. And then oh, and Cuba Gooding Jr. shows up eventually. And I'm like, oh, he's in this movie? And then he's not for a while. And I'm like, what is going on here? I don't know if anyone has had a worse post-Academy act or uh, Award career yeah. in oh, Cuba. God. Like, l- literally yeah. nothing of value until now playing O.J., yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing except for Boat Trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the homophobic movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, radio? Yeah, oh, I was going to say. Oh, boy. Is that, uh, yeah. Guys, he was teaching <laughs> us. <laughs> radio is really funny. That's a terrible it's, movie. It's it's. I wonder if it's as funny or funnier than I Am Sam. Hmm. Or as offensive. Yeah, I think it's less offensive than I am, Sam. Maybe I'm. I yeah, both those are really bad movies. Yeah, really uncomfortably and just bad, poorly acted. Yeah, so horrible. No, nah, I think Radio is worse, like funnier. Wow. Uh, yeah. But then he has also got like Men of Honor with De Niro, which is a bunch of fucking garbage. Anyway, Ugh. so yeah, Cuba pops up at one point, and it's like uh, I feel like fine. the only shots of him in the trailer are him firing a gun. Yeah, there's that. Like Big he shows up, gun. and there's a boxing match for some reason uh, that he's in, and I'm like, oh. I don't know, because of that Gladiator movie he did? Yeah, that was, was a good movie. Say. I like Gladiator. It's not great, but it's entertaining. Uh, and then he's gone for a while, and he comes back to shoot a gun, and I feel like you don't see him really again. And I just I don't know why he's there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pearl Harbor happens, and they go do the other thing, and then it's all done. And, like... Uh, Are the two action scenes in this movie like good? The, uh, the Some of the cin- cinematography of the airstrike on its way in, the actual airstrike itself like the actual attack is like it's fine it's you know kind of what you've seen in a lot of movies yeah but the the look of all of these vintage planes rolling in which and i know a lot of it's not all real yeah. shit but it it's really beautifully shot for that like you yeah. can she when before the colors got out of control with michael bay and there's this that weird grime yeah. in those movies they were very vibrant so yeah coming over the pacific with all of these 
uh, these planes, it like it really is like wow, that's intense. And the whole time I'm looking at it, going like, why did you make this movie about this? Why <laughs> this looks so good? And you could really do something. Yeah. And the attack is pretty spectacular in its own way, and it's just mired down with any of these boring fucking characters running around. They keep talking during it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, why is this the thing? Like, there's definitely people here. You could have found out one yeah. of their stories. Like, it would know the 2,500 families sign off and say, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Like, I don't understand how to. Or there's got to be a way with yeah. telling somebody's story or not this well, story. Listen, not this stupid, empty fucking love triangle. We've got these hot young actors that need roles. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're starving. <laughs> <laughs> they need a job so yeah. bad. Actually, I think. I think Chris Hartnett might be starting right <laughs> Josh Hartnett. Uh, six or one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, Josh Hartnett, like, I was going to say this is back when people wanted the jo- Josh Hartnett to be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood I, homicide. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and what else? I can't imagine Nothing. what his appeal could possibly be. Um, Brooding. Yeah. But he doesn't. Do, he's. It's Are my so eyes empty. open or not? No one knows. <laughs> it's brighter. Yeah. Check out. Um, it's bright in here, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, just yeah, just. Broke Greg, and it's so long. It's so impossibly long, uh, and I just want to think it's like. And I saw it's only been a few days, but I barely remember it. Yeah, I just remember being like, "Why is this taking forever?" <laughs> and I don't know anything new. That's <laughs> like, funny. There's like nothing. Yeah, the fight scenes are dogfight. Like, uh, it's not even half the movie, and it should at least be half. Yeah, but it's really only about forty minutes total of like airplane action. Damn, and and fucking. Uh, Does it feel? Oh, sorry. Uh, Alec Baldwin turns up, and even he can't. Oh, no. he, he can't even turn it up. He for can this usually movie. turn up everything. Yeah, yeah, but even I mean, the dialogue is really bad. Uh, really bad for him. God, this fucking movie. Does it feel like it's trying to be an integrity piece? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a big important love story, the American love story. This one, I feel like this was up for Academy Awards. I feel like it was maybe visuals. Oh, they were swinging oh, for the fences yeah. with this thing. This is gonna. Michael Bay hadn't fully been like around. He hadn't been along around long enough to fully be Michael Bay you know, yeah. The yeah garbage fucking yeah he wasn't he wasn't even no. quite uh, no. like he wasn't a, a punchline yet no he just like, like he crushed a like, couple of action this guy movies could be this guy could be our next um James Cameron yeah uh, at that at that point I think he was poised to be sure mm-hmm. and then yeah, but it's not good yeah. and no one likes it yeah I feel like a he lot was one made too of... many lines of code yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> what a gross fucking yeah. pile of shit this long I feel, ass, I feel like I remember is. seeing that shot of the like bomb dropping it falls all the way down I feel like yeah. I see you saw that in like so many reels of like look at the effects we can do now yeah 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 well I'm yep. glad I didn't have to watch it me yeah. too I bet yeah I bet well now you can go see Captain America I'm yeah I'm really trying it to squeeze delightful. it in. I, do, I do not want it so because it's hard yeah it's already totally. hard to see, to see the movie that we every, have yeah. to see yeah and then making extra totally. time well, uh, last week you guys made some extra time mm-hmm. to listen to the album I gave you as yep. punishment. Uh, as always, the loser gets to give a album to the winners to listen to. Recently, I've been listening to a lot of hip-hop. I've yep. been looking for weird stuff that I'd never heard of. And as I mentioned last week, I was reading an article on The Hundreds by Jensen Karp, uh, who you'll know if you listen to the podcast. Um Get up on this and more. Uh, 
he's he's a, he's a big podcaster and uh, owns Which Gallery. You may know him as uh, being the uh, the guy who does the sock report. Yeah. On Pistol Shrimps Radio. Yeah. Um, so he wrote an article on the hundreds about uh, albums, underrated hip-hop albums that don't get their due. Uh, and this album was on it, the Boogie Monsters, Riders of the Storm, the Underwater album. And it was pitched as, uh, in his article, sort of, you know, if you're into backpack hip-hop, if you're into Tribe, if you're into Far Side, here's kind of like a weird album that people don't really talk about. Uh, mm. And it features very early uh, production work by Scott Storch who went on to be the keyboardist for The Roots and did mm. work with uh, Dr. Dre. And so I never heard of this album, and I started listening to it, and I and I enjoyed it. And I, I think this is a really interesting album, and I wanted to throw it your way and see what you guys think. Right. Um, I definitely think this is an album. Well, I don't know, actually. I'll, I'll, I'll talk with you guys about it after after you guys started out, because I do have a lot of opinions about this. Yeah. So you guys had no idea what to expect. No, I'd never heard this. Yeah, uh, I, I did have a bit to uh, of what to expect because you said things like Tribe Called Quest, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that type of thing. So yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what yeah, nineties, yeah, yeah, nineties yeah, yeah. sort of like pseudo alternative backpack, yeah, a little bit tongues. of native tongues going on yeah. there, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, as soon as it like thirty seconds in, I'm like, yeah. oh, yep, I know this fucking this sound era. real well, yeah. Um and like okay so here's the thing with this with this album um it's got there are interesting things about it particularly that production because these yeah. beats are really they're really comforting and I yeah. like that style a lot and some of these beats are pretty good and you can definitely hear where that guy was going to go yeah. in some really positive directions but the bummer thing is with this album is it's a little bit a bit too familiar with the other stuff. Yeah, yeah it, it knows what it wants to sound like, and yeah. it goes about sounding and like it that. Ends up, it ends up sounding like Far Side without the memorable rhymes, I feel like. Yeah, or without the hooks. There's yeah. not a lot of hooks on this album. No. Yeah. One thing I will say that is, I think, the most interesting thing I took away from this album, yeah. which I really liked. This album was a real no, it's good. I enjoyed yeah. of, uh, of, no, I, of nostalgic yeah. hip-hop. It was yeah. like, oh, this gets that sound really nicely, and it puts me in the mind of... <laughs> yeah. Tribe album or of uh, I think, or of whatever, but maybe yeah. I'll just go listen to Balloon yeah. Mind State, which has yeah. some really yeah. crazily bright spots on. Yeah. I think for um, me, it was just I listened to this a lot because I love this era, and yeah. to have a new album that I'd never heard well, of, I was yeah, like, oh, I'll spend some time no, with this. And, yeah. Again, like I listened to it like a lot of times yeah. without any issue, but I'm, yeah. like, I'm really going to compare it to the other stuff of that. No, there's time period. It just it doesn't really. And some fit of the in. rapping is really good. It's on good. It. Like, it just I don't it, remember anything. Some yeah, of it's really good, but some of it's. The, my whole thing with this album is two of the rappers uh, immediately be, w left rap and became pastors. And huh. as far as I know, I don't know. I haven't traced the names down or anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. as far as I know, it's the it's like the two guys who like don't seem as good as rappers yeah, as right, the other right. two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the, the most noticeable thing about this album is how insanely layered some of the beats are yeah yeah it's like you are cramming so many so sounds stuff. in right now ah, that yeah. everything is like this big wash of of uh you know like uh, of things going on and yeah. i love that i, I dig like that, that. A lot. it's something i spent a lot of time when i was like writing uh d demos I, I would just became obsessed with doing layering things so that yeah. you know at three minutes and 42 seconds there's this little noise that happens and i didn't write that noise it yeah. happened because uh i wrote these two guitar lines and they clash yeah. at that right yeah, moment yeah, yeah. and there's a couple of little things that are happening in these beats that um where that happens yeah and i'm like cool yeah yeah but 
there's not enough else to to back it up. No, no. It just yeah, it was really lacking on the lyrical front, mm. and uh, yeah, but yeah. good beats. Like it was nice to like I listened to a lot in transit. And yeah, I do not, when I do all my music listening, pretty much that's not true. I don't know why I lied to everyone there. <laughs> I listen to music at home like fucking crazy. What did crazy. you have to <laughs> from breakfast time? Is just nothing but jams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it was like I'm like I like these beats. Like we're going, yeah. but yeah, like, if it just had that a, a real personality out there. Yeah, it, it's an album that doesn't. Um, they they don't do a lot of. I, I actually find it's, some of these songs are too long. Too long. <laughs> and yeah. You're getting over yeah. the five minute mark a lot of yeah. the times. Like there's not enough. With yeah. There's beat. that. Uh, uh, there's that. Uh, that uh, sex jam about music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where I was like, this doesn't even need to be two minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the guys where I was like, I don't like this. But 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 again, listening to it overall, like I, I would listen to it doing dishes or or like yeah. cleaning the house or whatever. I just be like. Uh, this is fun, fun '90s yeah. hip hop times. Yeah, yeah, no, it's. I'm glad I heard it because yeah. I never would have. It's There's definitely little... a couple songs that I picked out off this and be like, I'm going to listen to these ones every once in a while yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. something I don't know. There's something to this album that I found charming. I just I found myself listening to. I ended up and like starting to listen to it a lot. And I think I do agree. Like there's so, there's songs where there's no hook and it just goes on forever. But I guess it's just the there's something about it like. That it's calls me back. Yeah. The underdog album that yeah. that never was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're into this era, you should try it out. Definitely yeah. listen to it at least give one it a, time. Give it a try. Yeah. yeah. Did you? How did you guys feel about uh, the lyrical in terms of like religious stuff? Because I, I felt like it does a I, disservice I, to say like it's a Christian rap album. Because well, aside I, from there's so much of that in, in so much hip hop anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like uh, hip hop guys are always talking about God and, yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and and again, I said this last week, but like, I don't know, a lot of times hip hop guys are talking about guns and bitches and hoes and, and shit like that. And I'm just like, well, I, I don't relate to any of that shit either. Yeah. But uh, so there's some clever. En- but if a rhyme is clever enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm behind. Good it. enough, sure. Yeah, totally. Unfortunately, this album didn't have a no. lot of clever rhymes. No, no, no. Yeah. It just had a lot of things that rhymed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yep. yeah, there you go. Good well, enough. good enough, mm-hmm. you boogie monsters. <laughs> <laughs> boogie, boogie, boogie monsters. Greg, that's yeah. my favorite thing about this. this the name outfit is that yeah. they're called the Boogie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg was able to uh, give us an album this week. That's You're, right. You are the loser from last roll. So, yeah. what are you going to make us listen to? Well, let me tell you the story about how I decided. Okay. Um, so I had been theming this year with the uh, uh, yeah. poor choices of my childhood, uh, which then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, wound up a little while ago with David Lee Roth. Yes, this is the last thing. That's got. right, Greg. <laughs> yes, you did, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I ha- I was almost one hundred percent certain about what I was going to do, yeah. which was because uh, that album, A Little Ain't Enough, by David Lee Roth, came out in nineteen ninety one, and Van Halen put out an album in nineteen ninety one called For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. That's fuck. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Um, which is a the big extra dwarf is for unlawful <laughs> carnal knowledge. Um, why is it unlawful? Uh, I don't uh, who cares? Uh, so I was pretty much ready to do that. And then I gave a little like kind of test listen with Athena, and like it's just really bland. Yeah, you know, it's got. Uh, I never was a fan of it. And yeah, fucking right now was that outrageously overplayed jam. I I hate to say I I actually like that song. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> I know it's bad. I know yeah. it is bad, but I do I quite like it. Because I, I, I like uh, uh, Sammy Hagar. I think he's got a great voice. Sure. Um. Anyway, then I was like, well, it's just not quite where I wanted to be. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But they did replace Sammy Hagar with Gary Sharon. Oh, oh no. Uh, yeah. Oh, and everybody God. knows Gary Sharon, of course, is the lead singer of Extreme. Oh. Um, Sorry, when you just said Extreme, I didn't hear all the X's. Yes. <laughs> Could you please pronounce all the X's? <laughs> um, and, of course, Extreme blew up with their big album, Extreme 2, Porno Graffiti. Porno. Graffiti. Right, which has the uh, sweet, sweet, sugar, sugary rape culture tune, <laughs> more uh. than words, um, which is just a bummer of a song. I know everyone likes those like, pretty harmonies in Nuno Betancourt, but that song's a fucking bummer. Listen to the lyrics. Yeah. And I was about to give you that record, but right now, right now, <laughs> I changed my mind. Because oh. you know what? They followed that album up with an album called... Because while well, that was extreme too. Wait, are we still? Oh, extreme. Yeah, their their next album from nineteen ninety. I don't know three. It was called Three Sides to Every Story, and it was an album that had three sides: oh, side one, God. side two, and side three. Oh, God, uh, and it's long as fuck. Uh, and that movie I just I watched was three was- hours and long as fuck. And this is their like okay. we are a legitimate we make sense about the world rock band album. Yeah, oh, God, I don't yes. even get to listen to a whole. Uh, no, you don't. You were very close to listening to that. And uh, of course, if you don't like what you see here, get the get funk, the funk out. This is like the grossest like non funky <laughs> funk song ever. Uh, I so <laughs> my experience with extreme is when I was a younger uh, boy and I was a skateboarder and I was uh-huh. into punk rock and stuff. Oh no, I was like. Extreme. Oh, this is going to be up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> like the this, o- is just, this is going to be just like the fucking delicious sugary drinks I drink. Like, I, <laughs> like the only reason I listened to it was because like their name was Extreme, and I yeah. think I saw like a picture, and they had like leather on. I was like, this is going to be like yeah. punk rock, or this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be something cool. Yeah. And then I and then so I like my skateboard. Yeah. And then I listened to it, and was like, what is this shit? <laughs> wow. Now here's my other question. Yeah. Extreme two. Yes. Porno graffiti. Right. Is the album called Two Porno Graffiti? Yes. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Why? What does that mean? Because it's their second album. Oh, so that's First one's like... just called Extreme. So this is Extreme 2, Porno Graffiti, and then Extreme 3, three Sides to Every so Story. So it's like movies is right. how they're titling their albums. I guess so. Because I was like, it seems like Extreme, I can see it like Extreme 2 with the two bars, like, oh, that's their name now? I was always yeah. confused by that, too. Yeah. yeah. No, it's confusing. Yeah, Anyone else? Uh, just as an extra little, I hate this band, and I guess yeah. I hate that fucking more than word song. It really bums me out. Yeah, uh, and fucking and and so here's two things. First off, CMW just happened in Toronto, and Nuno Betancourt was here for some reason. Like, who gives a fuck about <laughs> he, this guy who played guitar for this band that no one likes and was really popular for an album that no one will ever enjoy again? Yeah, no <laughs> new listener is going to pick up porno graffiti and be like, ooh. Interesting. Like, just being proficient at finger picking does not make you a fucking lifetime celebrity. Uh, um, did and he, also, did he if join you look another at, band, I, I feel like he. Nuno Betancourt or yeah. Gary Sharoon? Nooners. <laughs> yeah. I think Nooners. Uh, yeah. I think he joined a legitimate band at some point. Well, good for him. But you know, what really sucks also about these fucking 
douchebags is when you look up Extreme on Wikipedia, the picture of them playing in 2008, mm-hmm. which looks like they're playing some kind of fucking suit music conference. They're sitting and playing, and you know Betancourt's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? I'm still, uh, I'm still extreme. Suck so much ass. I'm still extreme, though. Yeah. Trust me. So please, enjoy their painfully long album. God damn. I wonder how long it is. I feel like every song Three is over five sides. And there are 14 of them. story. Fuck you. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, let's Three. roll. Right. Maybe Nuno. some of us will roll threes. Um, all right. Let's go here. We are going to roll four. Mm. Movie. Whoa. We're going to make some space here for rolling. Yeah. Okay. So we missed out on this uh this this movie that everybody is talking about. Everybody called Green Room. Mm-hmm. Now we got to see Green Room. Yes, you do. As we and I got to see it again because fuck, man, I can't wait to talk about mm-hmm. some Green Room. So we're gonna pick Green oh, Room. Oh, sorry, one second. Three sides to every story by Extreme is seventy six minutes long. Oh, oh God. fuck off. <laughs> Yes. Please, God, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shit. <laughs> yeah, so Green Room's like, not yeah. that long. <laughs> I feel like that's about the length of Green Room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to go see Green Room. It looks amazing, yep. uh, and and I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think of it. Right, and the loser. The loser is going to have – did we decide on if it's yeah. two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sure. Greg Greg ran afoul of a movie by uh, Fred. I didn't even know. Fred. Let's look this thing up. So if you know anything about YouTube culture, you'll know that one of the first <clears throat> big stars uh, on on the channel was uh, Fred, who was really popular with um, young children because he basically like yells and Fred screams. Fred to Night of the Living Fred. Yes. Yeah, okay. So it's basically just a really annoying guy with an annoying face pretending to be younger, I feel like, than he I think he's he's playing like a Pee-wee-esque kind of like, I'm a young kid, but not as young, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, Oh, God, I want to punch that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and all yeah. I, I have not seen much. I just know that I remember when the videos were going around and it was one of those like, the kids are into this? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. news piece. Like, your kids love Fred, and it's annoying <laughs> parents around the country. <laughs> and yeah. and then they eventually made some movies. Jesus. So, yeah. Okay. Looks awful. Casey, yep. All right. roll it up. Here we go. I got myself a seven. Oh, I got a seven, All guys. right, I'm rolling. Green yeah. Room versus Fred 2, Night of the Living so Fred. That's room. a six. All right, Greg's got to roll higher than a six. That's a seven. Whoa. Oh. Damn. Well. Yeah. <laughs> for do. Yeah. For you. Fuck. I was for trying to figure you. out like, oh, no, that that's actually a good, though, because you've already seen Green Room. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'll be able to join in anyway on, this yeah. room, on, the, uh, yeah. on the Green Room discussion. God damn it. This is going to yeah. be terrible. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I'm excited to see Green Room. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to watch Blue Ruin again, because uh, Myos hasn't seen it, so I'm going to watch that with her. Yeah. Great movie. Very, very good. All right. Uh Next week, we'll be talking about Fred 2, Night of Living Fred, and Green Room. Yep. Plus extreme three sides to every garbage album. 76 minutes of extreme music. I'm going to have a week. (laughs)
<laughs> 76 minutes. Yeah. So many X's. Yeah. Well, let's not take 76 minutes to get into straight flush. Gadoosh. Toilet sound. Yes. Fuller I, house. Yeah. Once again, I cannot remember. I'm so glad Anything. that we're we're close to the about this, this is the 11th episode I think uh-huh. I wrote so down like two tons more. of notes. <laughs> uh, I wrote down a couple of notes because I was like, "That's worth saying," but uh, there's not a lot about this one that differentiates it from anything else. I don't, else. I can't remember because well, there, well, it's called partnerships in the night. Get it? Uh, no, because that's the thing um, people say. Yeah, absolutely, it isn't. Uh, th- this Ooh. episode incorporates. Um, elements of other episodes because there was one episode where there was a lame party that Kimmy Gobbler puts on yeah, uh, and then somebody saves it at the end or something uh, and yeah. also uh, DJ Tanner is constantly trying to figure out who she wants to yeah. um, be with right? and DJ is trying to figure out about um, what's going to happen when Dr. Harmon retires oh right oh okay so like she thinks she's going to take over the business right right right. and then yeah kimmy planning the doctor's retirement party hire stephanie as a partner uh ramona and jackson borrow 50 dollars yeah after downloading right. a pirate a kid. pirated a movie. bag of money yeah now this is uh an episode that does what i guess is becoming a signature uh of the show where one of the uh, the subplots, one of like the I guess probably the C plot, which is the yeah. computer virus, doesn't get resolved at all. <laughs> There's not a resolution. It's just one of the character goes, "Oh, we're not doing that anymore." Yeah. The end. Yeah. I do want to say the first thing that happens in this episode is one of the kids, Max, I guess, is like got got to go to the washroom or something. And oh, the toilet baby toilet paper takes, and then oh, the baby is right. like covered in toilet paper for right. whatever reason. And then he's like, "I gotta go to the washroom, presumably to like drop a huge load." <laughs> and then, whoa, you didn't have to presume that, you know. <laughs> but that's what the joke is, because yeah. the joke is he takes the baby that's covered in toilet paper because oh, he needs yeah. a lot of toilet yeah, paper. Because yeah. he takes some of the toilet paper and he's like, that's not going to finish the job. Yeah. Man, because I've got shit. And then he takes, he takes a baby. Yeah, he's going to wipe his butt with that paper, baby. And I was like, is he going to wipe his ass, his poopy, <laughs> shitty ass with this fucking baby? That's that a terrible hope. joke. Yeah. Uh, well, it? would you prefer more good natured jokes like uh, throwback to. Uh, catchphrases because DJ Tanner says Stephanie Tanner's how rude line yeah and then that eventually snowballs into a uh, what should I watch the View or some that's other what stuff I was about to bring you, up let's watch the View and everyone's like woo yeah hey the girl from the View just said the name of the show that she's also on called the View <laughs> oh she was on the View she, she is, is on, on the, the view. view right now which one Stephanie yeah or, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, oh, DJ the Candace Mom. Cameron. Yeah, Candace really? Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's no, that's nothing. <laughs> Why did you think they were cheering so much? They <laughs> love the view. Yeah. 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 I, I just assumed yeah. that that <laughs> audience amazing. loves the view. Yeah. No, she's on there saying weird religious shit. Now, Gross. I do want to say, speaking of weird shit, uh, they throw a party in this episode because the one guy is going to India. And they're like, well, first, he's not going to India. They're just throwing a party for him. And then 
curveball. They have to throw an Indian theme party because he's going to go yeah. to India. And I was like, oh, this is where it's going to get racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it gets like, uh, it's just like, oh, we're going to, what would be at an Indian theme party? Let's like trot out like this, like stereotype and treat a culture as like party favors. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like. Uh, I mean, it's not like aggressively offensive it's or anything, but it's aggressively racist. And but I it was is like, in they're doing a good job of skirting the the line between racist because like they seem like they want to be racist, and, and it's like okay, well you've got a sacred, you know, yeah. you've got a cow involved, and it was like, well, it's not racist to say no. that cows are revered in in that yeah. culture. So, but it is right. kind of like. But oh. then, but then, luckily, someone comes along and does a funny uh, Indian accent. Yeah. It's like, ah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. And the whole thing just feels kind of like, oh, we're going to try on, like, it's fun for us as white people to dress up like other cultures. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with that. Like, uh, it's a little appropriate But I don't <laughs> think it is. I think it's, it's interesting for a culture to, uh, um, you know, like to to check out another culture in some capacity, and I think this is a very very light version of that. But I don't think it's inherently. Racist. Yeah, I was like kind of like mm, I don't know, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it skirts uh, the line definitely. Until yeah, that guys, like listen to my racist thing. Yeah. Okay. Good enough. So what else happens? Uh, so so DJ hired Cammy for the know, party. I think I fell asleep at the end of this episode. Uh, Jackson sneaks his mom's computer, and he's gonna watch like a movie. He wants yeah. to watch all the R-rated movies he can get his yeah. And and they're like, oh, aren't we gonna use Netflix or something? But it's like, no, they're torrenting a file or something. Like they're yeah, on a yeah. shady so site. So basically, this is like. Uh, Netflix saying torrenting got, is bad. They got a virus, <laughs> and it's it's so elemental oh, the way they I do it. I didn't even think about that. It, yeah, it's pretty great because literally they're like, "Oh, we're gonna get all the R-rated movies that we can watch," and the the kid presses one button, and then the whole screen is right. like, yeah. Tor- it, virus is everywhere." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, okay," and and it's that thing of like where okay, we need this to be all nice and a neat yeah. little package, so we need to to uh, be talking about money. Yeah, in, in very uh, finite terms. So, uh, oh, so one of the kids just goes, "Oh man, this is going to cost us a hundred dollars to fix." Yeah, that was a very specific number. Yeah, yeah. With no and reference then, point at all. A- at all, and and the other kid goes, "But I only have twenty five dollars." Yeah, and the other kid goes, "But I only have twenty five dollars." So it's like, okay, well, you need fifty dollars then. <laughs> yeah, good. And then uh, uh, and I then was the- very weirded out by the way that your little kid turned around in the chair and was acting evil with his yeah. weird squirmy. Oh God, I hate that. He's yeah. such an awkward little. Because he's like, oh, I'll fix the computer for you or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he was like, I'll lend Isn't you the. Fifty dollars, yeah. yeah. But you have to all this because they just wanted to watch Diary of a Teenage Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh god! Yeah, it, it's just I don't know. Nobody's trying, but who cares? Yeah. And then that doesn't get resolved. No. It seems like the the middle kid, like the oldest boy kid, that because everyone else has their <laughs> little um catchphrases and stuff yeah. like how rude and all stuff like that and even the, oh, the littlest kid goes holy chalupas right. and that's his thing <laughs> but it's like they're trying to give the the older kid a catchphrase too but it's like 
I can't remember what his actual name is, but he calls himself like the J Man or something. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, oh, you know, the J Man don't play that or something like. They're, they're trying I to make him giving him like weird old hip hop lingo yeah. to use and doesn't fit at all. Yeah, no, and, and also like he's a done kid, it before, like not just in referring to himself, but like throwing out some kind of strange. Yeah, like they're trying to make that his thing. Hype like, man phrase. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm like, this kid has zero charisma. Yeah, so. Everything about it is awkward. Really bad. Yeah. I hate this show. I cannot wait for this to be over. Totally. Well, the end of this show, I guess, was like she, DJ wanted to be the like new owner, and then the owner was like, no way, it's going to be my son. And then she was like, mm-hmm. oh, no. And then she was like, well, then I'm going to start my own practice. And he was like, oh, you should just be a business owner. Be a, a partner. And the son is one of the guys she's, uh, yeah. she's currently fucking. Um there's uh oh i do have to admit this they do like a kind of bollywood style dance uh in the middle of it it just a dance breaks out Mm -hmm. and in the reality of the show this is fine and i'm such a sucker for that kind of like bollywood style dancing it's amazing i love it so fucking much that when it happened in this episode even though it was just a bunch of white people doing it i was like i'm delighted right now (laughs) i absolutely loved it and then there was another moment where i where i genuinely laughed yeah um it was there's a cow in the kitchen at one point yeah Uh and they're trying to hide it from (laughs) along uh, there uh, no, the kitchen is a terrible place for a cow. <laughs> but they're trying to hide it from DJ because they think she's going to freak out. And so she comes in and they're all like standing around the cow so she can't see it. <laughs> and she comes in. She's like, oh, I've had a terrible day. Uh, you know, I've worked for, for they're not going to make me a partner or whatever. And then the cow moves and to cover it up, they all go boo, boo. Like they're booing her, yeah. her bad news. And I'm like, you know what? That's funny. <laughs> I feel like you're getting Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, buddy. yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm just looking for things to laugh. At. I would have had them say, "Don't have a cow, man." Oh, they did say that at one point. Oh, yeah. Um, Was I not paying attention to this? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I the only one who's paying? I think you like this, this show thing. a little bit. Uh, I don't <laughs> think I do. Oh, you say that like somebody who you're, has a well, listen, you're syndrome. but you are, but I think you love sitcoms. I do love, sitcoms. and you're going to be a sucker a bit for the formula of it. Well, absolutely, and I also think that it's our job not just to shit on something, but to kind of find go, the. Uh, is there anything here? And I'd yeah. like to find something here that uh, uh, th- that is somewhat redeemable. Yeah. Well, and keep I keep looking. That, yeah. I, I, and I am as hard as I can, and I think it is our job to not just... Because I think it becomes kind of one-dimensional to go, this was stupid, and then yeah. this was stupid. I think, yeah. it's, I think you know, you should find something, at least a little something. Yeah. Well, we'll be back with a little something next week, yeah. which is more of this. <sighs> Talking so about this almost show. Almost over. Like two oh, more episodes man. Yeah. Two Fuck. or three more episodes. And then... Onwards and upwards. I think just two. <laughs> yeah. Some fuckwards. Yeah. Onwards and fuckwards. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, we still haven't decided what we're doing after that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure something out. Yeah. But until then, yeah. that has been the episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening. Yep. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. Uh, we'll we'll read it on the show if you do that. Mm-hmm. Send us emails at info at modernsuperior.com. Oh. Calling Oats. Yeah.
I don't want to get yeah. sued now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for us. Yeah. Oh man, That's a sweet jam. Call and oats. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that. See, now I always thought it was Hall and Oates, so I've learned something. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's I a always guy thought it was Paul, Paul and Goats. Paul and his yeah. goats. Yeah. <laughs> you should hear them. They're surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Those goats. Those, Those goats, goats are very good. Underrated. Underrated goats. <laughs> Sweet bass lines. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, until next week, goodbye, Internet. Uh-huh. We will see you next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Onwards and fuckwards. Onwards yes. and <laughs> Shittiots. Shittiots. Yeah. Yes. A lot of podcasts have things that they call their fans. Uh-huh. Hey, fans, let us know if you want to be, be called, called shittiots. <laughs> I'm a bona fide see you next Wednesday shittiot. <laughs> we'll make you a t-shirt. <laughs> we'll get shirts made. Yeah, the shittiot yeah. fan club. Yeah. I'm a massive shittiot, and all <laughs> I got was this lousy presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.